you're listening to the True Life Church podcast. To learn more about True Life Church, including our service times in Melbourne, Florida, join us online at truelifemelbourne.com or find us on Facebook. Today's message comes from lead pastor Joshua Smith. Again, we are in our Return to Me series. It started a couple weeks ago on January 2nd. And I want to call us back to that verse again. We talked about it last week, but it comes from the book of 2 Chronicles, chapter 7, verses 14. 2 Chronicles, chapter 7, verse 14. I invite you to turn there in your Bibles. There should be a Bible around you somewhere in a chair or a basket, or maybe you have your own, or even on an app. That's great. Pull it out. 2 Chronicles, chapter 7. Verse 14 begins with, If my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. If my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. And we need to return to the Lord. And my heart was just real, just honestly, just kind of heavy this week. Uh, it's one of those weeks where trying to write a message or prepare one it could have gone a million different directions. Because there's no shortage of scriptures to choose from. A return to the Lord, repentance, forgiveness. Even last week we talked about it. The first things that are recorded of Jesus saying in his ministry in Mark and in Matthew are, Repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent, come back. The very first thing that Jesus said in his ministry is repent. Return to the Lord. And today and over the next couple weeks, we're going to be walking through a little bit, uh, kind of bouncing around chronologically through a few more chapters in Second Chronicles today and the next couple weeks. I want you to, first of all, turn right now to Second Chronicles, the same book, but now chapter 26. It's 26. And there was a, a king, King Uzziah. And King Uzziah was a, uh, he had done what was right in the eyes of the Lord. And you can, it's kind of funny because when we walk through chapter by chapter and we see the history recorded in First and Second Chronicles and also First and Second Kings, these books very closely mirror each other and, and tell much of the same stories from often different perspectives, give a little bit more insight, right? Um, you ever seen the Chronicles of Narnia, right? It's the, encapsulating the whole story, right? It'd be different if it was the Kings of Narnia. It'd just be focused on, on the three characters. And the movie is, but it's from a different perspective. Same story, two different ways of looking at it. All right? So here we have King Uzziah, and King Uzziah had done a lot of good things. He, he built up the army of Judah and, and had done a lot of good things and, and built towers. And he invented some siege weapons that they put on top of the towers, machines, like that we would often not think of as being around till the Middle Ages. Yeah, they had those. And chain mail was doing a whole bunch of advancements in warfare, built towers and, and strengthened the cities and the land. And he had done a lot of good things, but became prideful. 
think I've got this? Ever think you've got this? The moment you think that, what do you find out? Usually you, you don't got this, whatever that is. And he became prideful and says, you know what, I can, I've been doing a lot of good things for the Lord. So here's what I'm going to do. We're going to pick up here in verse 16. But when he was strong, he grew proud to his destruction, which usually follows pride, right? For he was unfaithful to the Lord his God and entered the temple of the Lord to burn incense on the altar of incense. He just wanted to go burn some incense. Now you and I might think that's not a big deal. What's, what's the big deal? Why is gonna get, why's gonna get, God going to get so mad? He just wants to light a little fire and, and praise him with it. Go burn incense on the altar of incense, but that wasn't his job. That wasn't his responsibility. That wasn't his privilege. Because in those days, there were these guys named Levites. And the Levites were the, were the priestly people, the worship leaders and pastors, if you want to think about it in such a context as today. And back in those days, prior to Jesus, these Levites had to consecrate themselves and go through a lot of procedure and policy, a lot of different things they had to do, clean themselves and hold to these traditions that were set by the law of Moses in order to do these things, to be holy and clean to offer the sacrifice. Well, King Zion, he was one of those guys. So he's kind of going out of his way to do what he thinks he has the right to do. But Azariah the priest went in after him because I had gone into the temple, the holy place, only reserved again for the priests. But Azariah the priest went in after him with 80 priests of the Lord. So he's slightly outnumbered, even as king, about 81 to 1. Uh, Eighty priests went in after him who were men of valor, and they withstood King Uzziah and said to him, It is not for you, Uzziah, to burn incense to the Lord, but for the priests, the sons of Aaron, who are consecrated to burn incense. Go out of the sanctuary. Leave this place, for you have done wrong, and it will bring you no honor from the Lord God. And Uzziah was repentant? No, Uzziah was, he was angry. What do you mean? I'm king. And he knew he shouldn't have done it, but he did. Usually when we sin, we're not angry that we did it. We're angry we got caught. You may be in a situation like that. You may know a situation like that. You're only going to find out that thing or the things that you don't want to come to light. Jesus said, eventually it'll all come to light. Nothing will be hidden. Whatever's done in darkness will be exposed by the light. You think you're hiding it. You ain't. So Uzziah had a chance here to repent. No, but he was angry. He didn't like being confronted with his wrongness. Do you? I don't know. I think it's the... A husband's privilege throughout his life to be here. Just, you're wrong all the time. So we get used to it, but we don't like it. We don't like it. I'm going to look this way because my wife is that way. Put as much distance between me as her as I can. We, we don't like it because you know what? There's a lot of times I'm wrong. And when she tells me I'm wrong, guess what? A lot of times I'm wrong. 
I just don't like hearing it. I don't like admitting it. So Uzziah was angry. Now he had a censer in his hand to burn incense, and we became angry with the priests. And only when he became angry, not when he was going to burn the incense, not only when he was even in the holy place where he shouldn't have been, but when he became angry when he, he was confronted with his sin. He became angry over it. Then what happens? Leprosy, skin disease, rash, boils, ugliness, and a permanent unclean mark back in the day. Leprosy was a very big deal. So often, you know, you even read about that through the New Testament. They'd have groups of lepers. He's healing the ten lepers, right? And only one came back and said he was thankful. And the skin disease, they were pushed aside. They were, the, they were even worse than Samaritans. They were lowest of the low with the skin disease. It was very contagious, all right? And their body parts would just boil up, and some, sometimes they'd just fall off. Like their nose would fall off or their fingers would fall off. It's nasty. And immediately, King Uzziah came down with leprosy on his forehead in the presence of the priests in the house of the Lord by the altar of incense. And Azariah, the chief priest, and all the priests looked at him, <gasps> leprosy. And behold, he was leprous in his forehead. And they rushed him out quickly, and he himself hurried to go out, you don't think, because the Lord had struck him. And King Uzziah was a leper to the day of his death. Never got better. Never went away. And being a leper, lived in a separate house, though he was king, alone. By himself. He was excluded from the house of the Lord. And Jotham, his son, was over the king's household, governing the people of the land. Now, the point in this first passage is that when we're confronted with our sin, when the Holy Spirit convicts us, when God uses a friend, a family member, a co-worker, whatever, to speak in your life and say, hey, this was wrong, you have, you have ultimately two choices about it. Because once it's been brought to light, you can either get angry or you can repent. That's really it. You can't keep hiding it. They know. You could lie about it, which is a way of getting angry. You don't want to be found out. You can get angry or you can repent. So keep that in the back of your mind. I'm going to turn over uh, a couple of pages. I want to read this, though. Is that we have King Uzziah who did right in the eyes of the Lord up until this moment. And then we go to chapter 27. Jotham, again, his son, takes over when he was 25 years old, when he began to reign. And he reigned 16 years in Jerusalem. There's his mommy and his daddy. And verse 2, he did what was right in the eyes of the Lord according to all that his father Uzziah had done, except he did not enter the temple of the Lord. So he did good and did not repeat his father's mistakes. All right, skip another generation, chapter 28. Ahaz was 28 years old when he began to reign, and he reigned 16 years in Jerusalem. And he did not do what was right in the eyes of the Lord as his father David had done. But he walked in the ways of the kings of Israel, right? So fast, fast forward a little bit more. All right, for me, next page. All right. All right, now we're going to chapter 29. Hezekiah began to reign when he was 25 years old, and he reigned Jerusalem 29 years. And his mother's name was Abijah, the daughter of Zechariah, and he did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, according to all that David's father's done. And if, if you had the opportunity to sum up your life to this moment and have someone else write it for you, and they had to fill in this blank, what would they write? Kristen began to reign a planet kid. <laughs> Ruler of planet 
kid. When she was 22-ish. Sure. And she ruled there X number of years at playing a kid. Her mother and father's name was so-and-so-and-so-and-so. And she did what was... What were they right? See, fill in the blank for, for you in this. If someone else had to write the story of your life to this point down, would they fill it in with, and you did what was right in the eyes of the Lord? Or did not do what was right in the eyes of the Lord? See, there's only, there's only two, two twitches. You either did or you didn't. You're either doing or you are not in the eyes of the Lord. Hezekiah, we're going to skip some, skip around a little bit, and I had some more scripture to read. We'll see if we can get through it. We need to read this. Back and forth and back and forth it seems to go, sometimes many generations at a time, of falling away and not doing what the Lord had done and asked them to do. And then you have a king or a leader who steps into the gap and says, we're going to come back to that. And you're going to hear this over the next couple weeks. It's almost a repetitive story. But it's one that we have to hear again and again. Like Rachel said earlier, don't stop telling the stories. We have to hear these things again because at some point we've got to get it in our minds that the road to returning to the Lord is through repentance. So when we say return to me, and come back to the Lord. God is not a specific place, a specific time, right? He's, he's bigger than that. So we can't, we can't return to the Lord. If you're going to return an object to Macy's that you purchased, you take it back to Macy's, and you return it there. You get a tax return. The government knows where you live, and they're going to send it to your address. That's where it gets returned to. So if we're going to return to the Lord, we can't just be a specific place, though this place is nice and definitely a place for that to happen. If we're going to return to the Lord, it's through the road of repentance. That's really what we're talking about this entire series. But a series called Repent! <laughs> Everybody going to show up for that one. Repent! Yay! But it's, it's also more than that. It's who are we repenting to? Who have we offended? The Lord God? That's the me part of the return to me. You're not returning to me. You're returning to the Lord. And here... King Hezekiah, in chapter 30, he's going to do some cool things. 29. So to clean out the temple, I'm going to surmise or summarize a lot of this kind of stuff, right? And, and Hezekiah is one of the ones who undoes the previous generation's mistakes. And he leads the people to return to the Lord. In fact, they, they clean out the temple and they throw away the, the ungodly things. They chuck them into the river. And the priests who hadn't consecrated themselves the way they should have, even the Levites, kind of slacked off on their duties 
hadn't consecrated themselves the way that they should have. We just kind of talked about that. All right? Yeah, let's go, let's go 30. Yeah. And they sent out letters. Say, hey, there's this thing that we used to do called the Passover feast. Now, this is going to be important for us later, especially for, for Jesus and also the time of what we've just remembered earlier. But we haven't done that in a while. And the priests haven't led us to do that in a while. And they haven't cleaned themselves like they should have. And the holy places are, 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 are now unholy anymore. We, we've got to put God back where he should be in our lives. So they sent out letters, say, hey, come to Jerusalem. Come to Jerusalem. We're going to remember the Passover feast again. And in verse 10, some people, in fact, a lot of people, most people, in fact, mocked them. and said, what? That's like old-fashioned. That's what your daddy's daddy used to do, right? And the mistake, we talked about it at Sunday night service last week, the generation growing up, we've got to be careful because they're getting like a lot of their will say even their life approach and their theology through this thing called Disney movies. And the overarching theme of Disney movies is that the kid is right and the previous generation are dumb idiots and they did it wrong. I challenge you, go through, look, think of all the movies you and I know, Little Mermaid. Kid was right. She, she had legs. Got her voice back from the seashell. Dumb old King Triton. What a dummy. The new movie Encanto, same thing. The kid's always right, and the previous generation are dumb morons. But there are some things we have to admit today is that the previous generations, we, we joke about them saying, oh, it's hellfire and brimstone. And yeah, guess what it is? And we gotta, we got to come back to that. There's some things that they were doing right that we have to admit because the church of today doesn't like repentance. Well, why not? It means admitting you were wrong. It means saying, we don't have this right. We don't have this figure out. It means that we are a sinful people. No one likes being called out on that. They want to come and they want to worship in the big environments and get their feelings all up in a tizzy. Oh, what a great day. Motivational speak. And then they leave. Was there a single call to the gospel which involves repentance? No. Well, then they missed the point, didn't they? Yeah. So we're spending one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight weeks on repentance. Return to me. And many of the people came to Jerusalem. They kept the feast. And you can read here if you want to follow along now or for later. But King Hezekiah led the people back to what they should have been doing. Not because the previous generations that followed the Lord were dumb morons, but because they were doing what they should have been done and, the pre, and, and that their generations messed it up. And they come around the table and they do the Passover feast. And they even said a prayer because they said, God, we haven't consecrated ourselves to the Levites and the people enough like we should have done. We haven't followed the law exactly, but we're still going to come around and we're going to honor you. Forgive us. And in a situation where, where King Uzziah was struck down by leprosy, God showed mercy. And though they were unclean at the time, holding the Passover feast and remembering the Lord, no one got leprosy. 
And in fact, after the seven-day feast of the Passover, they were so joyous by being in the presence of God again, they extended it another seven days. It's like church that never ends. We were at church for seven days. Wasn't this great? Yes. Well, who wants to do a, take another week off of work? Anyone? Yes. Let's go. Use up all the vacation days to just be in God's presence. Shame on us because we're not that excited about God anymore. We're sinful people. The road to return to the Lord is through repentance. I got a challenge for you today as we wrap up. This one's going to hit you. I'm going to pass around some index cards. Some can go around that way as long as they'll go. Take one, take two, doesn't matter. Whoops. Some can go around that way. Some can go around this way. We'll just take one, pass them down, and here's some pins too. We take a pen. We got more pins. We run out of those. Yay, pins, flashcards. There's going to be some more flashcards up here. You don't even know what you need them for yet, but if you need more, here they are. Here's what we're going to do. Again, we're planning out, at least I am, this many weeks of series on repentance. And we're going to continue, in some ways, inching our way towards a bigger call of that. But these first couple of weeks, we're hopefully taking a very introspective look. And on this card, I want you to write down some very challenging things. Because if we're honest, we like to take our sin and put it in the box far, far away and hit the delete file on our brain folder, you know, the little desktop of our minds, and it goes in the trash and we, defer, we don't remember it anymore. That bad thing I did, no. And we push it off because we, we like to think of ourselves more highly than we ought. And on this card, why don't you take a few moments, and you need to see it, you need to write it, and you need to repent of it. On this card, I want you to write down some of your sins against the Lord. Maybe you've hurt others. Maybe you haven't loved the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, strength, and you haven't loved your neighbor as yourself. Maybe you haven't followed what Jesus said. Maybe you haven't worshipped. Maybe you haven't prayed. Maybe you haven't read. Maybe you have hurt others. Maybe you have an addiction problem with drugs or pornography. Maybe you have hurt someone. Maybe you're in an abusive relationship and you're the abuser. You've kept a lid on it for so long. Maybe you've talked wrongly. Or poorly to your spouse, the one that you should love and cherish. Maybe you hit your kids. And you shouldn't. Maybe you should discipline in other ways. Maybe you're having an affair. 
Maybe you had one. And even though it's done, it's, you never repented of it. I don't know what goes on that card for you, but I know you and I would have a full card and that whole stack if we were, had enough time and enough ink. That's not the point. The point is put some things down. Spend some time with the Lord. And as you write these things down, as you stare at the things where you have fallen short at, in face, unavoidable, it's like cry out to the Lord and come back. Return to me and say, God, I'm sorry. These are the, just a few of the things that I've done. These are the things that would keep me, just this short list would keep me from an eternity in your presence. These few things on this flashcard are not worthy of salvation. Yet, you came. And you came specifically for the things that are on this card and many others for many of millions of billions of people throughout time so that these cards could be erased. And the people who had that list could be wiped clean if they returned to the Lord and repent. The road to salvation, the road to returning to the Lord is repentance. Or the first thing Jesus said in his ministry was repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. The last thing he said on the cross was, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. It is finished. And as you stare at your card, repent. And maybe there's someone you need to talk to because of this card. Maybe someone needs to know that you're repentant. Maybe someone needs to hear, to give an opportunity for forgiveness or be forgiven. That starts with the Lord. Just take a couple minutes. Spend some time with that card. I invite you to just seek the Lord and pray. Father, I've sinned, and I'm sorry.